You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, John Non, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and of course where they are now so what is happening everybody i hope everybody's been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal i guess past couple of weeks so far so <laughs> speaking of which uh long time no see y'all so uh if you have been catching up with our episodes you probably do realize that we did not put out a brand new episode last week and uh, that is because your girl was away this past week on a scientific conference i was in florida having the time of my life <laughs> Uh, I mean, yes, uh, mainly like scientifically, you know, air quotes. Uh, but no, honestly, it was a great time. Um, I learned a lot of science. I uh, got to mingle a lot with uh, fellow scientists. And that was really fun. So, you know, when you're when you're um, away on a conference like that and uh, you're pretty much just like traveling with uh, like peers in your in your field of work, um, it is pretty cool. Like, this was, I have to be honest, like this was the first time that I was doing a in-person conference for grad school, um, especially like a, a broad version of it anyways. Um, so I was very surprised and very like surprised in the best way possible with uh, how things turned out. Um, just like the most fantastic learning experiences with like all the scientific stuff. That's just like a whole chapter of its own. And then also just like meeting phenomenal people. Um it was just unbelievable to me and uh, overall a very very wholesome experience so uh, the funny thing is uh, you know we're just there like mainly trying to connect uh, based on our scientific interests uh, and whatnot but surprising well believe it or not actually I do want to put this out there the scientific community is quite versatile so when you're like talking to your peers and you're just like well you finish talking about your projects and like your field of work and your passion for research or whatever you do all that when you get into like the personal stuff and you're like okay so what do you do for fun or like what's your honestly when you're not in the lab or doing research like what are you doing in your life pretty much um and the answers that you get are pretty phenomenal and you know what every time i would tell people that i did um uh, a boxing and mma podcast they would just be like whoa like i cannot believe this like what like that makes that makes no sense well i mean i guess like you guys haven't seen me in real life um if you if you look at me you're like there's no way that you're into boxing and or mma so i guess that's why people were mainly surprised but also you know what i was surprised about so so many amazing people that i talked to so many amazing friends that i made uh in this trip they were also just just ah the the most hardcore combat sports fans phenomenal so you know what 
as I was talking to these amazing individuals, I thought I should 100%. And I told them too, I'm like, I'm definitely giving you a shout out on my next episode. So I'm, I'm a woman of my word, you guys know. So today I'm going to be giving shout outs to these, to these amazing individuals, amazing hardworking scientists who are also hardcore combat sports fans. So first and foremost, uh, I want to give a shout out to Dr. David uh, Wilkinson uh, from Wales. Hey, yeah. So um, yeah, we're so excited just uh, uh just to share like a little bit of uh uh how we how we got to that conversation we we're supposed to go to poster presentations and uh so it turns out our teams are actually collaborating on something once we get past that talk we get into boxing and mma talk and then lo and behold we're talking for almost like 45 minutes outside the conference hall for this uh, whole poster session just talking purely mma and boxing and just like all that fun stuff unbelievable i love it so much i love geeking out on combat sports stuff with fellow scientists the best in the world also i want to give a huge shout out to dr victor zhang yes all the way from seattle so victor told me uh that he does muay thai and uh that he does collegiate boxing as well so shout out to victor um I was thinking how amazing it would be to have him on the show at some point, which I think will be amazing for you guys to get to know him more as well. And it would just be awesome because like, you know, with TKO, yeah, we we absolutely love to break down fights for y'all, but you know we we also want to highlight people's stories and you know if it's like a uh, local story like a fighter coming out of guelph ontario or uh perhaps an international fighter you know all that good stuff so so excited uh, i was very excited and quite honored to to have met victor and uh we had a great chat about all like everything combat sports and uh it's been an amazing journey so shout out to david and shout out to victor for uh, being the awesome, cool individuals that they are and uh, showing us that, you know, scientists can be pretty cool. Like, I mean, look, look at those people. Look at us. Like, you know, we can we can geek out on science. We can geek out on MMA, boxing, all that cool stuff. So. <laughs> so, yeah, there is um, that, that that's our uh, <laughs> daily dose of shout outs right there. Um, but, yeah, it was uh, overall uh, it was a phenomenal experience. And uh, again, I, I just want to like vocalize it here on the show uh that uh, i'm very grateful for um meeting everyone and then all the experiences as well and honestly like i low-key miss the florida weather but i also really miss guelph uh y'all know i'm a guelph native i'm a guelph gal um i just miss the the whole campus vibes and also i really did miss cfru even though for the past like two years it hasn't been two years oh yeah like since the pandemic has been two years even though it's been like um, online, this whole um, recording thing that we've been doing because of the pandemic, I still miss everything about CFRU and everything about TKO. And at some point in my trip, I just thought, oh, darn, like I should have just brought a portable microphone with myself. Can you imagine like if I actually actually had a good quality microphone i could have just like interviewed a whole bunch of people and then i could have just featured them on on tko but oh well i'll just uh keep that in mind (laughs) for next time um but yeah i mean if if things uh uh, go a certain way why not like we might have uh more people on the show and then we'll talk about their experience and whatnot so yeah that was my trip so that is why we did not have a episode last week but do not despair this week we are back with 
fresh content, very, very exciting content. And uh, it is going to be quite exciting. So I hope you're you're ready for what's ahead. Um, I'm trying to think of, I feel like I'm missing something. Um, am I missing something? No. <laughs> okay, we're good. Okay, what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Okay, actually, uh, before we get started with this episode, I do want to say that I would like to make a tribute and uh, actually dedicate this current episode to the Ukrainian boxing champion, Oleg Prudki, who unfortunately died uh, in the war with Russia while he was fighting on the front lines to defend his home country of Ukraine. Uh, unfortunately, we lost him yesterday. And uh, Oleg was a two-time Ukrainian amateur boxing champion. Um, this is like the, the most unfortunate news ever. And uh, I want you guys to keep him in your thoughts and keep his family in your thoughts and prayers. And uh, may he rest in peace. Okay, so um, to be honest with you guys, uh, you know, sometimes when I'm really busy with like my other commitments, I kind of lose track of like what's happening in the world of combat sports and whatnot. Uh, but I feel like recently we've been seeing a like a recurrent theme, especially in the world of boxing, like certain individuals just like popping in and out and then just uh, showing an appearance here and there. And like specifically who I mean by that, I'm talking about Canelo Alvarez. So you guys remember right before I went for my trip, we were talking about Canelo Alvarez's uh, fight that he had in the light heavyweight division against the light heavyweight champion in boxing, Dimitri Bivol. Uh, we talked about how, well, I mean, at the time, like uh, Canelo Alvarez is, I mean, still arguably one of the greatest uh, boxers of the modern era because of his uh, technicality because of his amazing power and just like total dedication because um, like I mentioned before in our previous episodes um, Canelo Alvarez initially started in the welterweight division at 147 pounds and now he made his way all the way to the light light yeah light heavyweight division yes the light heavyweight division in boxing which is uh, so much heavier if I'm not mistaken it's around uh, 170 pounds so that's quite the jump right there. But uh, I mean, obviously, it didn't really do it overnight. Um, the way he did it, it was actually quite fascinating. So when he was up and coming uh, circa 2013, um, he had a fight in the welterweight division against Floyd Manny Mayweather. Uh, you can probably imagine what happened in that fight because Canelo lost that fight um, because Floyd May Mayweather is currently undefeated in boxing. And uh, it was around the time that Floyd Mayweather was actually in his prime. So, you know, we shouldn't really give any grief to Canelo because of that. But I feel like that loss to Mayweather was definitely a huge eye opener to him because, um, well, first of all, he was really young um, at the time, but I feel like it helped him realize a whole bunch of things about what he needs to change um, and his training style and just like his overall fighting style. Um, I feel like since that loss to Mayweather, he was definitely more aggressive in his fights and uh, he was trying to be the, the more dominant fighter in his fights. And I feel like for almost all those fights, uh, that that uh, definitely helped him and it came to his advantage. Um, that's how he that's indeed how he conquered all all those other weight divisions that he essentially moved up from welterweight all the way to light heavyweight. So what we were arguing at the time was, oh, you know, like he's been winning all these fights in such dominating way. 
But um, when is the fight for him to, you know, uh, but that's the thing. Like at the time, we didn't know uh, if if Canelo was ever going to be stopped in, in his uh, track uh, on, on his way to glory, if you will. Right. Because he just kept conquering people one after another. And then he kept up moving weight divisions. Like what's what's the threshold for him? Like what's the absolute limit for him? And. Indeed, we saw in that fight against Dimitri Bivolt, that was the limit for him um, because he was absolutely dominated by Dimitri Bivol. And to be fair, this was the first time that Canelo was fighting in light heavyweight. Dimitri Bivol was a much bigger guy. This was his natural weight division. He was the champion of, of this weight division. So, you know, should we really be surprised? I mean, by if you look at just like numbers and if you just look at Canelo's um, previous experience in this uh, brand new weight division, like it, we shouldn't really be surprised all that much. But we were just so surprised because we had such high expectations from Canelo Alvarez. So that happened a few weeks ago, and uh, we actually got the news that Canelo was saying that he wanted to exercise his rematch clause against Dimitri Bivol, which, I mean, it makes sense. Um, I feel like that's that's the most natural thing that you can do once you lose a fight that you thought you were going to, like, really, really win. So that's that's what the gossip was about. However, yesterday we had this headline that Canelo Alvarez and Gennady Golovkin, aka Triple G, are going to be having their third fight, their trilogy fight on September 17th. So if you're a hardcore boxing fan and I just broke this news to you, you're like, am I dreaming right now? Like, have the boxing gods like answered my prayers or what? Because, like, personally, you guys know, I mean, I'm more of an MMA head, but, like, I if when I do follow up with boxing, it's either heavyweight boxing or if it's, like, you know, it, it, it could be that or it's uh, Canelo Alvarez fights or Triple G fights. So for me to <laughs> see this headline, I'm like, goodness, like, they're finally making it happen. I feel like this fight, even more than the Dimitri Bivol and Canelo rematch, like, it makes so much more sense. And here is why so these two guys go way back um it, let's let's talk about uh the, the the first time that they actually faced off against one another in 2017 so um triple g was the champion at the time in the in the middleweight division uh triple g was undefeated uh doing great um in his career and um Everybody was just like, oh, my God, he's so good. He's super technical. He's so light on his feet. And then on the other hand, we have Canelo Alvarez, who um, was just like a, a beast, literally, but in the best way possible. Um, he would just absolutely come in there and try to conquer his opponent, like throw power shots, even though... You know, we're, we're, we're not talking about heavyweight fighters here, but nonetheless, Canelo would make it look like he's a he's a darn good heavyweight fighter. That's how powerful of a fighter he was at the time. I mean, he still is. But like, I just want to emphasize how much even more he was of that at the time. So 
we had that in 2017. Um, I still remember this, uh, <laughs> this fight, 2017. Uh, everybody was looking forward to it. They had that fight. Um, it was a very, very incredibly close fight. What happened was, um, okay, I'm not trying to be biased or anything at all, but in my opinion, I feel like Triple G was the more technical fighter in that fight. I feel like he definitely scored more when it came to you scoring the rounds by the end of uh, the, the bells going off and you had to score it. I feel like uh, Canelo was mainly trying to show his dominance through his power shots, but he was not necessarily throwing um, as many accurate and effective shots. But nonetheless, he had the more powerful shots, if that makes sense. Um, so that, that first fight happened and then the, the judges couldn't really score it either way. So they just decided to give it a draw, uh, makes a lot of sense. Perfect. Uh, and it makes a great story for a rematch. So indeed they came up with the rematch in 2018. And so, um, you know, just, just amazing, right? Um, the, the, the second fight happened and it felt like, it was even more of a close fight. But to be fair, Canelo Alvarez, uh, he just feel like he had had more experience under his belt at that time. And um, so because of that, he uh, he just uh, he sh- he sh- he what's the word? I'm, I'm messing messing up my own grammar like he was shining even more in this fight. Yeah, there we go. OK. But I feel like his performance was definitely highlighted even more in this rematch fight, which uh, which was amazing because the judges gave the fight to him and uh, he became the undisputed middleweight champion of the world. Triple G was super bummed. um, But, you know, what can you really do? Like, this is the second fight. Um, You can only uh, appeal things so much. uh, But he had to take the loss and he took it beautifully, actually. And then um, he actually moved on and then he fought a couple more people in the meanwhile since 2018 to, you know, get himself going and then to um, just just, you know, keep active and not let the ring rust to get to him and not let that loss get to him either. So um, that was great for Triple G. Since that fight, uh, the, the last fight that he had against Canelo, he has not lost a single fight, which is amazing. Um, he's either won his fights um, through very dominant decision, like decision wins, or he has knocked out his opponents. Again, perfect for him. Uh, but again, to put it into perspective, um, Canelo Alvarez was doing really good since the Triple G fights as well. I feel like indeed, I, I feel like his uh, career just picked up so much since the Triple G win that he had in the second fight. He fought um, top name fighters like Rocky Fielding, Daniel Jacobs, even Sergey Kovalev um, in the in the uh, light heavyweight division. So actually. To correct myself previously, I said that Canelo, like this was the first time against Dimitri Bivol that he was fighting at the light heavyweight division. Actually, not really. Um, he had already fought against Sergey Kovalev, um, uh, against whom he actually won uh, a fight. And uh, I feel like 
probably why that that's why he had that overconfidence that okay you know it is it is the same division that i fought sergey in so i should probably win this fight against dimitri too but you know it's, it was just a whole different story but what can you do but anyways um so Canelo fought um, so many top name fighters after Triple G. Other people included Calum Smith, Billy Joe Saunders. We all remember that. Caleb Plant and then Dimitri Bivol uh, against whom he actually lost that fight. Um, but that's the thing. Like, uh, I guess to, to put both of them on a scale, so to speak. So <laughs> Canelo was undefeated for nine years which sounds a lot. <laughs> he was undefeated for nine years, uh, just putting on absolutely dominant performances one after another until he um, uh, was approached by Dimitri Bivol. He lost that fight. And then Gennady Golovkin, he was also doing amazing until he uh, he had to face off against Canelo. And I feel like his... like. Th that just like that loss took so much away from his momentum which absolutely sucks because i feel like uh, triple g has a lot of potential as a fighter and um you know i feel like just because we saw that canelo loss i feel like that shouldn't really take anything away from him or like devalue him as a boxer and i'm so happy you know long story short to bring it all together i'm so happy that people saw the potential for this trilogy fight because of everything i just said um and it's just been so anticipated for uh since 2018 like how many years is that four years it's been anticipated for four straight years and you know i, I told you like i'm not the i'm not the most like hardcore boxing fan when it comes to like every little boxing boxing fight that's put out there i only watch the ones that i kind of like pick and choose which is i mean you know i know shame on me shame on me but um <laughs> you know the the point being the, this was the fight that not just me but all the fans were looking forward to and i'm just so happy that they're finally gonna make it happen um so i feel like it, it's probably gonna be enough time for them to train until september right and also actually like knock on wood fingers crossed do whatever you gotta do to like not jinx this fight because um yeah it is it is enough time for them to train until september but also uh i feel like that's a long time uh allowing for various things that could be like kind of like uncontrolled to happen for example injuries or whatever like people getting sick pulling out of fights so i hope that honestly none of that happens um because that would really 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 suck so i'm not gonna jinx it myself i'm trying to be optimistic as much as possible um but i'm so excited about this fight and um i feel like uh again once again it made even more sense more than even more than that dimitri bivol rematch fight because um i guess from the perspective of uh everybody who who had watched the past two fights the first fight was so close um but i did and i i don't want to sound biased at all but uh i did see the fight going in favor of triple g so i would have personally given the fight as a majority decision to triple g however the judges gave it a draw and then the second fight i feel like 
There were times that Triple G was dominating more than Canelo. However, the judges still gave the fight to Canelo. It was just like when you have two guys at the same level just like so high level and they're going against each other and just like it's such a small margin of error for both and they're just going at it like yeah it's gonna absolutely suck like even for this fight this upcoming fight like whoever loses uh, unless it's a draw whoever loses is gonna be very crappy for them um because we all know how amazing of uh of fighters each of these guys are but nonetheless uh let the hype uh, kind of like ignite itself so we have how many months like we're in, we're almost done may june july august september so like let's just say like three and three months and a half that's that's not a lot but i mean yeah it should be i feel like all the hype that i gave out in this episode should be enough to like feel your um hype train (laughs) for the next little while but um yeah honestly if anything else does come up regarding this fight i will definitely break it to you guys and i will let you know keep you updated keep you in the loop and all that good stuff all right um there was something else that I wanted to talk about uh, for this episode. I think um, the most recent uh, update on the whole Cain Velasquez situation is that, um, well, he is receiving a lot of support in the MMA community. And I did hear that Daniel Cormier, his uh, teammate and former light heavyweight champion, he was speaking in favor of him and, um, he was saying that he was going to every little um, court hearing that uh, is out there. So that is very heartwarming. And uh, again, like I, I've been trying to talk about it uh, more on the show. But the thing is, like, it, it is a legal matter after all. And I don't really want to give out potential false information at all. Like that is not my intention. Um, but from what I have been he- hearing, uh Kane like things could have been dealt with uh in a better way with Kane and um yeah it's just very disheartening to see him um uh, in prison right now and for him to go through everything that he is going through right now but I hope that all goes well for him and even like Dana White was speaking for you know, he's just so he's just so disappointed in how things were handled and that uh, if anybody else was in the position of Cain Velasquez, they would, you know, they would probably react the same way. Uh, so just as a brief summary for everybody who's not familiar with this case, Cain Velasquez, the former heavyweight champion of the UFC, um, the news came out that... Um, Again, I, I, I choose my words very carefully. Do, I, I'm paraphrasing. Do not quote me on this. But um, he uh, had, um, you know, w- with the firearm, he had assaulted uh, certain individuals who had assaulted his daughter, actually, at daycare. And um, so, so that's what happened. And then he was arrested and um, he's currently in jail. But... Um, there is like the, the the case continues um it was actually granted a continuance and it is currently in progress but um i just thought to 
bring it up again because um, I, I, I have been hearing a lot of support from various members of the MMA community about supporting Kane and uh, believing him in the story and siding with him. And again, um, you know, it's just it's just a very unfortunate circumstance and i really hope that things do get resolved for him but even even with this case if i do come across anything new and anything that i need to up update you guys on i'll definitely do it but that's all i have for you in that case and indeed that is all i have for you today all right wow today went by so fast but uh anywho unfortunately that is all the time we're gonna be having for this week y'all you guys make sure you go to cfru.ca to catch up with our previous episodes. You can also download our episodes at Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And until next time, it's your girl Janon right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Yeah.